Hello. お疲れ様です。ワコです。今日はアイデンティティ系なことについて話していきたいと思います。I don't know what to title this yet.、Um, by the time I finish recording this, I will know. But I want to talk about something along the line of identities, especially when you live in the United States. えっと、まあ、The first disclaimer that I want to do is I'm recording off of my phone right now. I'm waiting for my friends to come over,、um, arrive at the Mission Dolores Park in San Francisco right now.、Um, I thought I'd just talk about the thing that popped up by my head,、um, which is identity. So last night,、um, I was writing this advertisement. Sentences or announcement posts or script per se about this podcast.、Um, I feel like the much of my audience right now, I feel like is the people that I know.、Um, some people probably like,、um, you don't know me, but I think majority of us, you know me. And I was thinking that it would be cool to make a Facebook announcement on different communities in the Bay Area,、um, Japanese communities in the Bay Area, and make announcements saying, like, hey, like I started this podcast about you know, what it's like living in the US as a 20 something year old from Japanese slash American lens,、um, and you know, decided to make an announcement for that. And with that though, I got thinking about okay, like I keep on saying that, like, hey, like I'm looking at things in the world from, you know, Japan's perspective and the US perspective. But at the same time, like, what am I, right? Like, I, in the sense of, like, okay, am I more Japanese or am I more American? So, no, ma, atashi wa, ano, shouroku. から、まあ、12、13歳の時に、あの、渡米して、で、そこから、まあ、あの、と、あの、アメリカに住んで13年目な,なんですね。なので、ちょうど半々、前半が日本で後半がアメリカっていうもん、ちょうど半分半分なんですけど、そうなった時に、あの、私自身が日本人として、あの人に触れ合ってるかそれとも私自身がアメリカ人として物事を考えてるかってちょっとその周りにもよく聞かれるし自分でもわからないところが多いんですね。And I feel like first like in a short answer I feel like my heart is Japanese and my brain is American.、Um, まあ、いろんなことでもロジカルに考えようとかその議論するのが億劫にならないというかまあなんかそのものの話し方とか考え方を聞いてるとなんかアメリカ人だねって言われることがあるんですよね。そ,のそれがまあいいふうに言えば意見をちゃんと持ってるとかでも悪いふうに言えば日本目線で言えば時々まあ生意気だとかちょっと強気だとかそういうふうにとらわれる時もあるかもしれないんですけど。I think the way I think is very American. And, but then at the same time, like my heart is Japanese in a way that I appreciate what's, what、um, Japanese or Japan thinks beautiful way more than what America t h i n k is beautiful. 
for example, Japan thrives in simplicity. Japan thrives in this word called omoyari. Omoyari is something that goes beyond this like contract or this like agreement, which sounds very logical and businessy.、Um, and those are the terms that are heavily used in the States. But more so than that, Japan focuses on omoyari, something that cannot be, you know, that might not be written on this contract, but Assumes what other people would think and what other people would want, and then take an initiative in doing that for them. That's sort of the definitions of omoyari. And, you know, that I think shows in giving souvenirs or, you know, giving some random gifts out of nowhere and say, like, hey, like thinking of you. Or when you lend something from your friends and then give back to them with a little note saying, like, hey, thank you for lending me this. It was very helpful. I think we do, we as in like Japanese, we do a lot of that. We do a lot of, you know, leaving space for other people.、Um, maybe like when you go in the train, a lot of American or tourists might be surprised how neat the line to get on the train is. No one really skips the line. There are usually three lines waiting for the train. And when the train arrives, they make a way for people who are just getting off the train. And there's like a solid system built there. And that's not forced. That's the beautiful thing about it. It's just like a little bit of nudge with each other and. This air, this atmosphere is sort of encouraging us to be aware of surroundings and make space for other people so then things go smoothly. I think that's very, very beautiful and that's something that American people will never understand. I sometimes joke that, you know, when I'm, when I come across or when I experience really big earthquakes, The best thing or best place to experience that is in Japan. And the least or least best, the worst place I, in my opinion, to experience earthquake is in LA. No hate on LA people. It's just like that impression that I have randomly. But in Japan, yes, like earthquakes happen all the time. It's heavy. It's not something that you can joke around. But maybe because they're used to that, and then maybe because there are. More like their omoyari mindset is more implanted there. That it's just, it's just like helping each other comes first. Let's just say, like, one of the examples that I remember from 311, which is,、um, which happened in 2011, which is the biggest earthquake, one of the biggest earthquakes ever happened, not only in Japan, but the world. Um, it's called Tohoku Dai Shinsai. And I remember a photo slash video of people who are making a line to get out of the train station on the stairs. Not just rushing, not just like, you know,、um, like, what's that called? なんかもう人を倒しながらその前に行くとかもう急いで駅に駅から出るとかいうだけじゃなくてそのちゃんと列を作って their people 
making lines to get out of the train station right after the earthquakes. They were under the fear that, you know, maybe the building might just come down on them, come just like crushing them. But no, they were making lines so then there won't be any chaos at least. And that's something that you can only see in Japan. On the other hand, let's say it happened in LA, I don't see myself, I don't, I don't think that people would be as careful in that aspect as people in Japan. You know, they wouldn't care about chaos. They would just be like, you know, the first one to get the, secure the toilet towels. Toilet paper, the first one to secure the food, the first one to get off the exit. I think it would be just chaos, and there's gonna be so many more victims from that secondary effect than the direct effect of the earthquakes, the shake itself. And I'm so scared to experience earthquakes in the States. I heard that California has about like 96% chance of experiencing. Um, earthquakes that's bigger than magnitude six plus in the next 30 years. And, you know, it kind of makes sense, I guess, because it happened in 1989 in San Francisco and then it happened like a while back in LA too. So, among all the states in the United States, I feel like California is more prone to earthquakes. I don't know why I'm going on tangent with the earthquakes, but my point is that when it comes to chaos, when it comes to Caring about other people. I feel,、uh, okay, well, I feel like Japan people tend to be more calm on, at least on the earthquakes or natural disasters aspect. And, okay, you know, what about the, you know, first responders, like emergencies? What about the What about the EMT guys? What about the firefighter guys? Okay, that's another level. But then on the normal people, no, normal civilians living in the city, not caring about earthquakes on a day to day basis, I feel like I would be more feeling safe when, if I end up experiencing natural disasters in Japan.、And、that's for sure. And, you know, that's one of the, that's a big. That's a long way to say that the omoyari mindset in Japan I cherish. Japan also cherishes、um, wabi sabi, this like having this, finding this preciousness and imperfection. There's this mindset where you take care of your stuff. That you already own and maintain them as best as possible before you go buy another thing at Walmart. You know, it's less of a consumerism is take not too, not the best, like the not the biggest mainstream in Japan as much as in the States. In the States, there's no such thing as like, oh, valuing. Whatever is like useful. I feel like consumerism is definitely taking over the country. Um, I'm not saying that there's nothing, but on the daily life level, I feel like people's mindset wise, there's much more like this, like reusing, recycling stuff is much more valued in Japan, I feel like. 
The example would be kintsugi. Kintsugi is a technique、um, in Japan where you fix or put together this broken dishes or utensils or anything glassware too、um, using this gold liquid. And so once it's hardened, it shows this very unique patterns made by the cracks in the gold liquid. So, you know, it's not only fixing. What's not used to be functional, but also finding beauty in that imperfection and finding beauty in that uniqueness. That's called kintsugi. And that's originated in Japan. Do we have things like that in the States? I don't think so. I'll wait, but I don't think so. So the mindset, I very much feel like it's something that every Japanese people should cherish. And pass it on to other people. So, the kintsugi de wakariona, masono omoyari toka, wabisabi toka, so no simple na mono ni ano utskushao mitskeru toka. So you nanda sensei sa wa mo America niya matakunai, matakunai te tarjo to wari deskedo, ma nain desione. But at the same time, I get frustrated sometimes when people value too much about this, like air. You know, let's say you're in the debate, you're in this discussion room, you're in this conference room, and no one is saying the conclusion. No one is saying, like, okay, maybe the next step is to do A, B, and C. No one is saying that. But Some reason, for some reasons, people just like read the air and know what to do. You know, I feel like that's very dangerous in a way because it makes you, it discourages you to ask questions. And I learned that in the States, questions almost always improve the group, either you or other people. It's helpful for the group always. And it discourages that. It discourages this healthy disagreement among people. And that's, that leads to what I like about the States. I like about the States because this debate or argument or discussion is very much encouraged. And this, what you think is sometimes or most of the time separated from who you are as a person. So, you can disagree with one thing or two things or most of the things and still respect each other. That principle or that mindset is much more ingrained in the States than in Japan, I feel like.、Um, and so, for that, I like the American way of thinking stuff, but I love the Japanese way of feeling stuff. I hope that makes sense. まあその心が日本人で頭がアメリカ人っていうのがまあ一番分か,ら分かりやすいと思うんですけどそのアメリカの人はちょっとサバサバしてるというかまあすごく論理的で合理的でってちょっとあのなんだろう冷たいと思われがちかもしれないんですけどでもそれと逆にその一人が持ってる意見とあとその。人としてのクオリティが分かれて議論できるんですね
で多分その日本だとあの喧嘩になった時もあのディスカッションになった時もディスアグリーメントが来たとできた時もあのなんだろうコンフリクトというかその議論を醸すだけでちょっと嫌な空気になるとかになりやすいんじゃないかなとは思うんですよね。だそれがアメリカではもうちょっとそこが離れてるというかまあその現代ありますけどでもそこはあのアメリカではもうちょっとしっかりしてるんだなと思ってそういう考え方は私は好きですまあっていうだけなんですけど And I think it's very unique and it's very much more interesting when you ask Japanese Americans I don't consider myself Japanese Americans because I was born and raised in Japan, first half. And, but and also, I grew up in the States as well. And so, I still feel like Japanese in the United States. And slowly, my brain is soaked into this American mindset. Which I do think is, I don't know, I, I, I do think it's still fine, good, but at the same time, like, because I, like, because with this year, my first half of my life in Japan and then my second half of my life has been in the States, like, exactly half and half, I'm gradually starting to feel like I'm more of an American than I am Japanese. And I don't know how I feel about that, but that's how I'm feeling right now. And when you talk to Japanese Americans, which means like a Nikkei no America Jin, the you to, some Nihon ni sunda kotoga nai, demo Lyoshin tachiga, Goloshin tachiga Nihon kara kita toka. So you America Jin no hito tachiga irundeskedo. I think it would be interesting to talk with them and hear about like what their identity is like. I have, I've had a couple of conversations with Korean American. And it's the conclusion in a way was that it's sort of unfair for people like us to try to like label us in this like two binary places. Like, oh, are you Korean or American? Are you Japanese or American? Because it's just not that simple, you know? I feel like a lot of us don't feel like Korean or Japanese or Chinese or whatever enough to be thinking like Japanese or Chinese or Koreans. But then at the same time, when you live in the States, you don't really feel like American American. You don't, like, there's at times you don't feel like you're being accepted as American. So, you always introduce yourself as, oh, I'm Japanese American, oh, I'm Korean American, oh, I'm Chinese American, and so on. And it's such a unique place to be. And I didn't really know about that. I didn't really think about, you know, people with such identities before I came to the States.、Um, and yeah. I think that's it for this episode. I really don't know why I started talking about this. I mean, I know, but I don't know if this episode is going to be helpful for any of y'all or enjoyable for any of you. But、um, this is to just to update as of now, 
This is my 13th year in the States, and I lived in Japan for like 12, 13 years. And now, more than ever, I'm feeling like I am more American than I'm able to say Japan. But at the same time, my heart is Japanese because, you know, let's say like Summer Olympics, I cheer for Japan than the US. I don't, I don't necessarily care about the US team. I want Japan to win. World Baseball、um, Cup, I wanted Japan to win during that final game. Right? And so my heart is Japanese and I'm rooting for Japan way more than I root for the States. But it's just that, like, you can't really explain that in one word, per se. And I hope if anyone else is feeling the similar way,、um, I hope I was able to shed a little bit of light of that kind of perspective.、Um, but yeah, anyway, that was, my, that was my thought that I had in, in the nice afternoon. On Sunday in San Francisco. And now my friend is texting me that she got there. So I'm just gonna get off the car and get ready. But yeah, I think that's it for this episode. Hope you enjoyed it. すいません。ちょっとほとんどまた英語になっちゃったかもしれないんですけど、えっ、ー、と、楽しんでいただけたら嬉しいです。それでは次回のエピソードでお会いしましょう。バイバイ。